Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Coming up, Disney's latest animated film, Big Hero 6, is on track to be one of the biggest films of the year. Cinderella's Royal Table is moving over to Citrico's in January. And are you fed up with Frozen yet? A little later on, Dustin West and the team will discuss things you need to know when taking kids on a Disney Cruise Line vacation. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 756 for the week of November 18th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney Cruise Line vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show. Coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Teresa Eccles, Jenny Lynn Knopp, Leah Zanola, Corey Martin, and back in the production nook, producer Dustin West with associate producer Craig Williams. What? <laughs> just Craig. Craig just... <laughs> okay. He makes you laugh. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Grumpy cat, you mean? Yeah. Um, with his skull cap and his Grizzly Adams beard. It's, it's cold freezing outside. outside. Apparently, I don't pay you enough for a razor. Uh, that'll, be your, that'll be your Christmas bonus. Oh, thank you. A razor. <laughs> I will... Straight and, a better, and, a, and a better skull cap. <laughs> um, all right, couple oh. things. Couple things in. Uh, sorry, um, bitter today. It's cold. It's gray. It reminds me of New Jersey. Um, couple things in housekeeping. Uh, we have started accepting uh, applications for contributors um, for uh, the Diz. For if you have an article that you'd like to write that we might feature on the Diz, we're paying fifty dollars an article. Um, and uh, we have a link to it in the show notes page, disunplugged.com, where you can sign up. We're in the process of going. We've gotten a lot yes. of, of uh, people signed up. We've got well over 100 people have signed up uh, for contributors. We're kind of going through them. Uh, once we've approved it, uh, you'll, you'll get a notification letting you know and then instructions on how to go ahead and start submitting your articles. So if you're interested in doing that, disunplugged.com. Check out the show notes page for this week's show, and you'll see a link um, where you can sign up. We're also posting that on Facebook, uh, the Diz Unplugged Facebook page, facebook.com slash Diz Unplugged, and the Diz Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Diz. So, um, also want to remind everybody about the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Every Thursday, Tom Bell and his team... Talk about all things Disneyland this week. Uh, Mary Jo, <coughs> excuse me, takes a drive to Yosemite, and the team discusses top five things that are better at Disneyland than at Walt Disney World. This was an article. Oh, those are fighting words. This was an article Tom wrote for uh, for the site last week. One of our feature articles uh, last week absolutely blew up. Um, got a ton of traffic, and so they are going to be discussing this topic. Um, this week. So absolutely tune into that. Disunplugged.com this Thursday. Or you can subscribe to them on iTunes. Just look for Disunplugged Disneyland Edition. And it will download to your, uh, your phone automatically. Or, of course, you could just download the Disunplugged app on the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store for Android devices. And on Amazon.com. And all of our shows appear there as well, along with the show notes and photos and 
all sorts of other stuff that's in there. So we've got a lot of people using that app. That's a nice, yeah, really happy with the number of it, number of downloads that app is uh, app is had. Yeah, it's a, it's an all in one place for stuff you need for our show and things related to our show. Right. You can also get to the Facebook page, the Twitter feed. Yeah, all that good stuff is all on there as well. Um, and speaking of recent articles, uh, we, I just mentioned uh, Tom's article: five things that are better at Disneyland than Walt Disney World. Uh, Dustin's article went up last week, three surprising things about working at Expedition Everest. Another article did very, very well. Um, And uh, Leah, two of your articles uh, did really well last week. Uh, Disney restaurants that kids will love but parents want to avoid. Mm -hmm. And not so hidden costs on your Disney Cruise Line vacation. Those are some of the feature articles that we have up on the Diz homepage right now, www.info.com. Go check them out. We're putting new articles up every day. And... uh, yeah, go do that. Not now. Go do that. Yeah. But eventually, <laughs> go do that. Um, anything else in housekeeping? Anybody? Oh, I want to congratulate my sister, Anna McKee, on their, <laughs> in, my, in my new uh, brother-in-law, uh, Travis uh, McKee, on their, on their wedding last week. It was, it was beautiful. Uh, so. And if you go to Corey's Facebook page and see the pictures <laughs> of Anna... Oh, she's, she's, like she's amazing. This is, a gorgeous, this is a gorgeous girl to begin with, but... I, I mean, flawless. It's the only word I could come up with was flawless. This she, was a flawless prop. She did her uh, bridal portraits at Port Orleans Riverside because it's so beautiful over there, and the backdrops are amazing. And and as she's uh, taking her photos, uh, I think like there was either a boat passing by or a family walking by, and a little girl dressed in a Cinderella outfit thought she was Cinderella. Uh, you, you know that has to make a bride feel good, especially <laughs> yeah. you know a day or two before the wedding. And she's also like just the sweetest girl. Yeah. I mean, she's so sweet and. Um, we abs- I absolutely adore Anna. So very, very happy. Congratulations, Anna and Travis. Yeah, that's me. About time he put a ring on it. <laughs> but I'm not getting on it better. Um, Jack did a rebuttal article for Disney World fans. Disney, why re- um, Disney World is better than Disneyland. Five, five, things, yeah. five plus things that are better at Disney yeah. World than Disneyland. I know. Jack seemed to get a little upset with Tom's article. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, need a cage I match. told you those were fighting words. <laughs> Oh, battle of the battle of the uh, the contributors. So. <laughs> cool. Anything else? Anybody else have anything for for housekeeping? Um, the Bitson family that watches the show all the time. Their daughter Sophie is turning eighteen, so I just kind of wanted to say happy birthday, Sophie. If that would, that's it. Oh, she's doing shout outs. Yes, I had to. Wow. She's eighteen. That's a big deal. Every year's that a is. big deal. It was a big deal in New Orleans <laughs> when I was legal drinking age. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well. Congratulations. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Sophie. Anything else? Anybody else? All right. I want to get to the poll results from last week, not because I really want to talk about the poll results. I want to talk about the new poll that we're actually running right now. Um, we asked, should Disney close the FastPass Plus loophole associated with throwaway rooms? That was a very big topic um, over the last... It's been a very big topic over the last couple of weeks. Um, people basically booking a room on site for one night but being able to get fast pass for the length of their ticket, not the length of their resort stay. And, uh, you know, understandably, uh, 57% of, of you said that loophole needs to be closed, that it is unfair for those staying at on-site resorts. 23% said yes, but it's fair game for anyone to use it until Disney closes that loophole. 9% said no, fast pass Plus should be based 
on the length of the ticket, not the length of a Disney Resort reservation. And 11% think there should be no restrictions at all, that Disney should make FastPass Plus available to everyone at 60 days out, and it should not be a special perk mm. for resort guests. So that's kind of an interesting <laughs> yeah. mix uh, of, of, of people that think that... Did you think it was going to be more than 57%? I did. Yeah, I thought Honestly, so too. I thought it was going to be one of those blowouts. And, yeah. you know, we don't have too many of them. We really, it's one of the reasons I do try and come up with a lot of different options because a simple yes, no on mm-hmm. these, I think is just too, too limiting. Mm-hmm. So I like to put some different things out there, really kind of get a feel for what people are thinking. So, um, you know, it's hard with doing that. We don't really get those blowout mm-hmm. responses. Um, and, uh, so, but I still think fifty-seven percent is pretty, pretty significant. Yeah. And it was, you know, based on. I mean, this is based on twenty-four, twenty-five hundred uh, responses. I believe we got to this poll, so it was, you know, a lot of responses uh, came in to it. So, and that's one way I know that the topic is hitting a nerve. Yeah. And uh, so, and this is definitely a thing on the boards right now, which is why I wrote the article I did uh, last week, mm-hmm. and you know wanted to see what people's response to it was. If there's a loophole, people are going to find it and they're going to exploit it. And, you know, I think the, the uh, disability card was, was a perfect example. People yeah. found that loophole and Disney fixed it. Some people weren't happy, but I think people, they're going to fix this and those people won't be happy. Yeah. And hey, look, you know what? Honestly, I, 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 re- I realize it's got to be just maddening for Disney executives with this stuff like okay it's not so cut and dry we've got it you know there's all this nuance and there are all these layers to it and how do we do the right thing for our business how do we do the right thing for our guests it's not always so so easy I believe the loophole should be closed firmly I believe that this this being able to book fast passes 60 days Mm -hmm. out should absolutely be reserved for resort guests I'm sorry you're paying more to be there and even if you're at the you know the, the cheapest place on Disney property. Um, you are staying at a Disney resort, and that should be a perk. Well, I believe when you say that they need to do what's best for business, according to what you said last week, they are doing what's best for business, though, because you said it was driving the cost of the rooms up. Well, I'm saying that they have to do what's best for business, but they also have to balance out what's best for the guests. And when they get that balance right, everybody's happy. Yeah. When they don't get it right, we have a problem. We have 57% <laughs> of, of their highest affinity group saying, well, I got a problem with this. So I'm interested, I'm interested to see uh, what Disney does if they do anything. I mean, they're clearly aware of this. So the onus is on them to either close the loophole or leave it open. They leave it open, it's going to get abused or used, however you want to look at it. And, uh, you know, that's on them. That's on them. But, you know, I just thought it was was interesting. Uh, Nikki Williams Northern is the winner this week of our uh, random draw. Every week we select one person who answers our poll at random to win a $50 Disney gift card. Nikki, uh, you have a message from me in your other box on Facebook because we're not friends. So please be sure to check that. Get us your information so we can send you out your gift card. Um, We're doing something a little different this week. In terms of our poll, rather than announcing the poll at the end of the show, uh, the poll is already live. It actually was live about an hour before we went on the air. Um, And uh, we're going to be running the poll all week. But at the end of the show, I'm going to release where the results are 
right now um, because this is something that I actually credit you with giving me the idea for. When we were talking last week on the show about Frozen, Mm -hmm. and you said your kids were sick of it. Yeah, they are. And I started thinking about that, and I'm like, okay, you know what? I think I might be getting a little burned out on it as well. I mean, so far I've liked what they've done, but it just seems like every time we turn around, there's another Frozen something going in the theme parks. And uh, I have an article going up today on this. Um, At the time I wrote this article, I had no idea that Dwayne Bevel from the Orlando Sentinel had also done an article a few days ago about this. Um, So that also tells me that it's not just me. Yeah. That, And when I look at where the poll results are even right now, um, it's definitely not just me. Um, So we're asking, you know, basically asking you in uh, this week's poll, has Disney done too much with Frozen, and is it starting to get old? Uh, your options are, yes, I'm sick of Frozen. No, I want even more Frozen. Maybe I like what they're doing, but it could get old fast. Or it doesn't matter to me either way. Hmm. And uh, we already have, let's see. Like I said, it just went up about an hour ago. And uh, we are already at 464 responses. Oh, my gosh. To this. So uh, during the show, uh, you can go head out and vote. If you're watching us live right now, uh, we are going to keep the poll up for the rest of the week, as we always do. And next week, of course, we will uh, announce a winner. But let us know what you think about Frozen in the parks. If you think the whole thing is getting old, what do you guys think? Well, one I want to say, I think the timing of your article and Dwayne's, I think it's perfect. I think had you done it several months ago, um, people would still agree. I, I think but now it's really getting to that burnt out point Mm -hmm. um my kids still love it even though they didn't dress up as any frozen characters for halloween there were a lot of other frozen characters for halloween that we saw um but yeah i'm just kind of it it does it seems like it feels saturated yeah well well go ahead i wanted to point something out uh just i don't know if it was this it couldn't have been this morning because i read it at like uh 10 o'clock or so but Yesterday, I believe, the uh, at the Walt Disney Studios, outside the theater, um, they always used to display a different type of one of the animated classics. I believe for the longest time now, it's been Pinocchio that was featured on the front. Uh, Disney changed that out in favor of Frozen, uh, Anna and Elsa hugging each other. Uh, and before it was Pinocchio, I believe it was just Fantasia and Seven Dwarfs. So since they've been displaying one of those pictures up there there's only been three and now frozen and one of the disney executives at the uh the whole event was quoted saying that they finally realized for the past couple months that people want frozen stuff my whole issue with all this is if they just figured out in the past couple months that they wanted all this stuff that's absolutely ridiculous because people wanted it whenever it came out back in january whenever you say a couple months i see that as two or three months well you know and that's already overblown and overkilled at this point i think it's important to note that frozen is a year old it came out last december right last november November. November. like thanksgiving so you know it's a year old and you know i'm i think back to the eisner era and you know under eisner you know, what I, is what I consider the golden age of Disney animations, the reinvention of Disney animation with Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. Um, so, I mean, just really and truly modern classics. And even then, 
I felt like, you know, the whole idea, the whole business model was wring as much money out of this as possible. But what they're doing with Frozen goes to a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. I mean, this feels desperate. When back in the day, it felt like there was a plan. Now it feels, I mean, I know that they were surprised by the success of the film. You know, they haven't expected, honestly, let's be real. They haven't expected anything good to come out of Disney animation in a while. Because nothing good has. Let's just be honest. For a while now. Uh, Pixar has been the one pumping yeah. out all the hits. And more recently, Marvel uh, has been pumping out a lot of the big blockbusters for them. This is now the, not just the number one animated film of all time. It is the number five film of all time. Oh, man. Wow. Box office-wise. Mm-hmm. The number five film. So they didn't see this coming. So I kind of give them that. But it feels to me like... Everything they have done has been hurry up and throw something together. That it's executives making these decisions, not Imagineers. That it's, you know, we have to, you know, let's just throw a frozen thing here and throw a frozen thing there just to get as much out of it as we can. But it feels very disjointed. It feels very not thought out. And I'll be honest with you. I think that that will that will die down in time. As they're working on, um, and I know there's contention around the whole uh, frozen attraction in Norway, but as they're working on those more permanent things that are g- going to be in the park, when, z- when those start to roll out and open up, we're going to see less of this disjointed, last-minute kind of stuff, I think. But I think we started hearing some of this, you know, with the Festival of Fantasy Parade, when Anna and Elsa were put on the float in deference to, I think, was it Snow White? Aurora. That was taken off. Or, uh, Aurora, Aurora yeah. was taken off. Um, There was some rumbling about that. Um, Then, you know, we had the uh, Frozen Summer Fun at Hollywood Studios, which it, you know, let's face it, the park needed, the park has needed something relevant for a while. And, but again, even that felt like it, and because it was very quickly thrown together. And then Mickey, uh, Donald, (laughs) Donald and Daisy lost their float for Mickey's Very Merry. They're walking now. Right. Right, and so you've got yeah, you've got that. I know, I'm a Donald fan. I'm I, like, where's your float, buddy? Well, he needed to walk. I think, I think the big, I, I think the wheels came off the wagon with this when they announced that Maelstrom was coming out of the Norway Pavilion at Epcot, and they were putting a Frozen attraction in there because I agree with that. that. Just was not well received. Even, I mean, there were even petitions to the Norwegian government saying, please make them stop this. But unfortunately, the Norwegian government has no say. They haven't paid for that pavilion ever. Um, that was the last pavilion to go in Epcot. Norwe- the Norwegian government is not involved, really, too much with it. So Disney's kind of free to do whatever they want there. Uh, and it's not being, you know, that just hasn't been very well received. By the time they get that attraction in in 2016, I have a feeling that Frozen will be just like, oh, please, enough. Well, I mean, it's, it's the same way, like, when you hear a song on the radio that you love, and then you hear it again, oh, I can't wait to hear that song again, and then they keep playing it and playing it. It's like, stop playing this song. I have never that's heard, heard I love so song. many covers. That's- I've never heard so many covers on any song as I have heard done on Let It Go. Okay, but... It's a great song, and I still love it, but... Wow. Adina yeah. Menzel is the only one who yeah. should be singing no one else that song. That. You know, I feel, I feel, 
the world is different now than when Little Mermaid and all that came out. All the social media and all mm-hmm. the the way we're being barred and barred with all this stuff. I try to think about the the kids and the families that haven't been to Disney yet, and I, they're they're coming in and they want to see this. We're seeing a lot of it, and the people that come back repeatedly might be getting tired, but the new people that haven't even seen it yet. This was just said in chat, and I want, I want to say it That's before it's forgetting, uh, before I forget it. It said, to the younger set, Frozen is their classic. And so it I is. do think about my kids. Yeah. Like, in that, um, it's already gone so fast. But like I, like, um, but like yeah. I was saying, I mean, Jenny Lynn was saying with her my, kids, my they're kids over it. My kids are really See, my kids are not over it. Yeah, well, I mean, we still we're, watch we're dealing it with five or... and four-year-old. Yeah. 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 My kids are uh, very different. Hold on, one at a time. One at a time. 12 and 10, and any time Frozen yeah. is mentioned, just mentioned, they yeah. start moaning. Well, your kids are going into the sarcastic troubled years <laughs> <laughs> too cool where for school. I live yeah where so, I'm living uh, but so, Leah with, with little ones yeah no they watch it all the time still even the boys Jacob will be nine in a couple weeks Jonah's six and Lydia's three and she dresses up she's got the hats with the with the long braids and she dresses up like them all the time and she didn't do it for Halloween luckily because every other kid did but but they haven't been in the parks to see it yet have they they haven't no yesterday the line was 105 minutes so next them. month they will see it yeah, the line for Anna and Elsa yeah Oh, that's an improvement. Yeah. Yeah, it was 90 in the morning and then went up to 105. But, like, Sir Mickey's is just Frozen now. So there's nothing else in the store except for Frozen. Yeah, so they I do think, have a Frozen store now. So it's it's everywhere. I think it's a great movie. I, I don't love think, the movie. I know. It's great. Mm-hmm. And the soundtrack is amazing. I think that it definitely has uh, – it deserves a permanent position in, you know, a park somewhere. No but question. this is a multi-park push and like you said does feel very disjointed in many ways and it's awkward and then you just it feels it starts to feel forced. How long on you. how long do you think before they try and put something frozen in Animal Kingdom? <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. She's going to freeze the savanna. It's in three um, of the four already. See but. now like okay, for I'll give you an example. I mean, what they have done I have really liked. I have really, you know, even though it feels disjointed, it feels slapped together. Um, in particular, the castle lighting ceremony this year, um, I thought it was beautifully done, and probably the best lighting ceremony I've seen. Uh, I and but at first, you know, I was kind of mocking the people that were ticked off because Cinderella wasn't coming out giving her permission. <laughs> but it also kind of don't, that's also as I was writing the article, I kind of thought to myself. This might be part of that frozen burnout, too. Mm-hmm. That, hey, wait a second. You know, now you're pushing aside other characters. You talk about Sir Mickey's now being nothing but frozen. Donald's been kicked to the curb. Donald, Donald's <laughs> being forced to walk. Um, Poor thing. And, you know, let's be honest, too, that our poll is going to reflect the attitude of the adults. You know, we're not right. going yeah. right. to polling five-year-olds here. And not that I'm not saying there's anything wrong with five-year-olds loving Frozen. Uh, they should. I do. I do, too. And I understand, especially younger kids, they will watch those movies 800 times. They do. I remember when Beauty and the Beast came out, it was like a three times a day, seven days a week with Max. Yeah. And he was like, you know, beasting all over the house. They find their one movie. And I couldn't stand it anymore. Two or three times a day. (laughs) That sounds like something else. Lydia's watching the the castle lighting ceremony over and over and over. Like she's figured out how to move the mouse, and so she just presses play over and over and over. Yeah. Well, you need it. to tell her to reload the page so we get another view. Did <laughs> <laughs> she, she get the refresh button? Yeah. She yeah. just learned how to use the mouse. So I'll have to wait a little while. <laughs> Work on it. 
the last thing I kind of wanted to say about it. Work on it. Um, You're so funny. Forget you. preschool. Forget the ABCs. Learn how. But uh, no, one of the reasons I love him, he's thinking about those those views. Uh, um, the one good thing to come out of all this is whenever Little Mermaid did come out and that started that renaissance they didn't reflect that by putting anything in the parks right away uh, there wasn't a Little Mermaid ride until 20 years later or whatever that ride came out it, I think it was, was quite that long but it was it a was, different world though this is a totally different world well, no, that was now. just how they were handling it back then in the Michael Eisner era, era Little Mermaid blew up they didn't capitalize on it right away they came out with the Little Mermaid stage show over at Hollywood Studios but that was the biggest representation of an attraction that that actually had Beauty and the Beast comes along the best it got was another stage show over at Hollywood Studios MGM at the time so they are doing a better job at well, you think about it now, but you, and, you know it's a it's a really good point though. I mean, you think about it. Lion King up until Frozen, Lion King, the number one animated film in history, um, and Frozen unseated it. We don't have a Lion King attraction, do we? We no. did. We had well, yeah. another show we over at Magic Kingdom. Well, I'm, but, but I'm talking yeah. about you know where they're pulling out Maelstrom and putting in Frozen, yeah. uh, where we do have a Little Mermaid attraction at Hollywood Studio, technically a stage show, but um, well, and the one in Fantasyland too, right. But, but, but his point was that just came out. Yeah, the, the ride came out in Disneyland five, six years ago. Correct. And then we got it a couple of years ago whenever New Fantasyland opened up. So yeah. you, you got to give them credit for putting all this stuff out now. I don't like that they've half done it. Uh, as someone who saw the fireworks, the frozen fireworks from Frozen Summer Fun at least five or six times to do it from different angles. They couldn't even invest in getting the same fireworks for every night because that video took me so many tries to do it because they would just throw up whatever fireworks they had laying around. Really? Yes. I yeah. didn't know that. Every single show I have had differences in it. And that, they were that, tweaking that never, it. No, no, no. That, tweaking that, that is what happens whenever you have a bunch of fireworks just sitting around that you need to throw up and use. Remember, and they're not getting used anywhere else. you got to remember, prior to doing this, they were not doing a fireworks show at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. They would only do it yeah. basically New Star Year's Wars Eve weekend. and Star Wars yeah. weekends. Um, so it's like they're running around. So it, it kind of just goes to what I was saying before that... This was kind of desperate. A lot of these things they were doing were just kind of desperately grabbing to do something to capitalize well, on because Frozen. Because people were asking for it, right? <laughs> I'm sure people were There's well, definitely in the media. They're just like, give me, give me positive uh, feedback on the events that they've done. Like Frozen Summer Fun. Absolutely. Everyone loved it. No question. I still like that sing-along. No Interpretive qu- dance and all, Craig. No question. I'm not saying any of this stuff isn't good, and I'm not saying people don't enjoy it. I'm asking the question, when does it cross over from fun and enjoyable to, to okay, out. I've had enough. <laughs> I yeah. think we're getting close. I mean, okay, so my but children are that. in the cranky and troubled stage, but when I, I and cranky. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, when I um, I wanted to take them to Frozen Summer Fun because I'd went and I enjoyed it, and they, you know, I was under the impression they liked the movie, and I was like, you guys are gonna love this. Like, mommy's gonna take you. We're gonna have a fun day, and they were like. No, don't. But Jenny you don't Lynn, think about you've it. crossed over where you can enjoy it. They haven't crossed yet. They're <laughs> still in that stage. Well, all right. I, I, I got to wrap up this particular discussion. We're going to kind of dovetail this into uh, the the other thing I want to discuss uh, before we go on to uh, caption this. Uh, Big Hero 6 released uh, a little over a week ago. Uh, already $150 million worldwide. 
uh, on track uh, in the first 10 days of release to be one of the biggest films of of the year. Uh, what do you think they're going to do with this? Let's say this gets to that. <laughs> Nothing. You don't think anything's going to happen with it's this? It's not going anywhere further than the Baymax balloons they have out now and the Sipper Cup, some merchandise in the meet and greet. You know and that for a fact? I, Wreck-It Ralph was very, very popular. How far Wreck-It Ralph just got put in a parade whenever he got kicked out of his meet and greet for Baymax and Hero to come in. And as Craig right. said, she didn't even get a freaking candy car. So let's ask this. <laughs> let's let's ask this question then. She didn't. Let's ask this question then. Um, it looks like I'll I'll I'll, I'll estimate this film's probably going to go worldwide four hundred million, which is absolutely blockbuster. Okay, it's not Frozen. Um, but even at 400 million, you're talking about a very successful film. If it's done 150 million in its first 10 days, it's probably going to go north of 350, 400 million. Why will this be treated differently than Frozen per se? Um, ooh, ooh, ask me, ask me. Okay, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. I haven't either. We have. Okay, Bad so design. there's no princesses in it, right? It's just a, a big there, stay puff okay. looking dude. Big Hero 6 is loosely based off of the Marvel comic Big Hero 6. Okay. Uh, completely completely different, though. I mean, it's very, very loosely adapted. Um, and it was all done by Disney. Marvel just kind of helped out with pointers here and there and some of the character design, but that's about as far as it went. The reason I think isn't be- that it won't do as well in the long run as Frozen did isn't because of the fact that there's no princesses. I mean, we live in a different world. You don't need princesses just to guarantee success because look at the Avengers. That's bigger than Frozen, and that doesn't have a single princess. And nowhere in the parks, though, really. Exactly. But Big Hero 6, it, it doesn't have any... It doesn't have that soundtrack going along with it. It doesn't have Let It Go. It doesn't have Do You Want to Build a Snowman, all that. It has one Fallout Boy song featured oh. in the movie and then just a score. However, Big Hero 6 has much more true emotion... It's a fantastic movie, probably my favorite Disney movie, flat out, hands down. And it's just great. It's just not going to do as well because it doesn't have all those side elements that really build up Frozen. But is is part of that, though, that let's just be honest, it appeals probably appeals more to boys than girls. And it's that whole what you talked about, that whole princess thing. That's what makes it into the parks. That's what makes it into the parks. I mean. It's all princess all the time. And we've heard this discussed by people before. Mm-hmm. Why aren't there more things for boys? Um, do you think that has that has anything to do with uh, it? Maybe, but I think Leah would agree with me that the two female characters in the movie, actually three, even if you count um, Maya Rudolph's mom-type-ish character, mm-hmm. but I think the female characters are almost stronger than all of the actual male characters. Seen that. Yeah, I film. haven't seen the movie. so It's um, so good. It's really good. But are our, they cute with it. pretty little clothing? <clears throat> Uh, no, they they're, ha- they're scientists, and so yeah. they're See, all using their brains to do... It's a totally different vibe, then. And we're, yeah. we're, we're certainly not going to promote that in the parks. <laughs> but it's they funny. Should. I mean, we all were laughing out loud during it. Lydia was screaming laughing, and she's three, and everybody... All of us just loved it. Mm. It's so good. I would I love to, to see, see little it. girls yeah. walking around the park looking like yes, scientists. Yes, I would yes. too. Yes. I'm not I saying I don't too. like that. Go to Bibbidi Bobby Boutique and dress up as a scientist. Can you imagine hundreds of kids dressed up as like a big... Uh, marshmallow looking dude <laughs> balloon man those yeah. are already sold out the stuffed really? ones yeah online and in the parks oh. and yeah they're already so, gone I, I, that's interesting 
That's interesting. Yeah. I, I wonder. There's very, very little merchandise, though. We've been looking everywhere, and there's just, like, tiny little tables in Tomorrowland. And I think we saw one other place. I don't remember where, but there's well, just hardly anything. Well, I can anything. understand that. They're, they're not going to – I think they're going to be especially – like, it's not even two weeks old yeah. right now. And so they're not going to ramp up merchandise if, if they don't if, if they're not sure if it's going to sell. So they have to put those those test balloons out there to see how it goes. Now if it's selling out, I think you'll can expect to see more. I mean, that's what happened with Frozen. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't a ton of Frozen merchandise in the beginning. They started putting some stuff out and putting their feelers out. And now it's completely consumed everything everywhere all the time. There was a time where the only Frozen merchandise you could find was the animated storybook, like the children's book of, uh, of the movie, and you couldn't find a doll or a stuffed animal anywhere. So right. do you think there's a warehouse somewhere with these big white puffy dudes just no, wait, I'm, waiting no, it out? They, no, no, no. What I'm saying is they're not going to produce mass amounts of merchandise so they okay. until they're sure. I mean, look, this stuff they can mass produce pretty quickly. Yeah. It doesn't take months and months and months to mass produce this stuff. They can get, you know, Disney's a big company with all the right connections for manufacturing. They can absolutely get things manufactured quickly. So I don't think it's that. Okay. But no, I don't think there's big warehouses full of this stuff. They're just, just sitting waiting. on it. But it should have been because if any Disney executive didn't think that Baymax was going to be bigger than Olaf, then they're a complete idiot. I mean, he absolutely, like uh, Leah said, he absolutely steals it. He is mm-hmm. the funniest character that they've developed in a Disney movie in I, I don't remember how long. I mean, just absolutely hilarious how. Uh, well, that's what I thought they, they did with out. every Disney movie. They've got the merchandise just ready to go. And just well, uh, ultimately, that is going to be decided by how well it sells. So if they see Baymax stuff selling at a big clip, then yes, you're going to start seeing it. But I understand their reasoning for not mass producing it out of the gate. They've been burned too many times. They've been burned too many times. So the, you know, from a standpoint of making sure that they're producing what people are actually going to buy, I, just, I get that. I just don't think Disney really believes in their movies right now, which is sad because their track record is, in the past four films they produced at least, is starting to be better than Pixar's. I mean, Pixar's last four was... Monsters University, Brave, Cars 2, and... Toy Story 3. And, no, planes. not Planes. That was Disney Animation, Disney Toons. Um, yeah, I guess Toy Story 3. So you have four good movies. You have three three okay movies and then one really great movie. However, in the past four Disney films, you've had Wreck-It Ralph... Uh, Frozen, Tangled. Frozen, Tangled, and... Big Year 6. Actually, Winnie the Pooh might have been before... But, oh, but even still, either, either way, even still, you know, when you look at Wreck-It Ralph and Tangled, they may have been very, very good films. They just didn't set the world on fire. Tangled actually did. Tangled, and, Tangled was a good film, but it did not get the kind of hysteria we're seeing. We usually see with big blockbusters. Got a bathroom. I was going to say, she it got, got a bathroom. <laughs> <and a restaurant. laughs> um, and a tower. Um, so it, it wasn't overly embraced, really embraced in the parks. Um, and so that's, I, I just think it's interesting. I'm interested to see what happens with big hero six. Like I said, 150 million in 10 days. That's a, that's real. Those are really good numbers. And, you know, Walt Disney animation. Yeah. I'm love to see that name on good films because it deserves to be on good films. And for a while there, it wasn't. 
And so I'm happy to see that kind of reviving again. And not that I don't love Pixar and the stuff they've done, but, you know, I just love seeing that Walt Disney animation because it's just got such gravitas and history. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so I'm I'm interested to see how it goes. The the votes are coming in fast and furious here. Um, We are already uh, over 600 uh, responses uh, to the poll at the end of the... uh, the end of the uh, uh, hour, we will tell you where the where the results are. But uh, all right, that's going to wrap it up for that discussion. That's what we're doing instead of news this week, because the news sucked this week. There was just no good news. Um, nothing I feel I felt like talking about. I want to talk about this. So John's not here. I get to pick. Um, I'm going to move on to caption this. Last week we had a picture of Dustin at the Delaware Disney to oh, raise boy. money for Give Kids the World. With the hat over his eyes and the yellow geisha fan or whatever it was. JL, I think you took that photo, didn't you? I, I did. Thank <laughs> you for that. <laughs> you were really chill and relaxed. Otto Tielemann, uh sure, Pete has a gazillion followers, but I have one cool fan. Oh, I love wordplay. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be really defensive about all of these. I'm just letting you know. The, the guy who never fails to get a belly laugh out of me every week, Tom Stowe, uh, even at the rehearsal stages, it seemed pretty clear that Brokeback Mountain, the musical, wasn't going to Broadway. Uh, <laughs> I love because of the hat and the flannel shirt. I love, I just, I If I had it. a cowboy hat, I'd be happier about this comment. <laughs> All right. Hi, Dustin. And Scott McRut, uh, stay thirsty, my friends. Oops. Nope. What oh, else? There, it is. there we go. There it is. Stay right. thirsty, my friends. I like that one. And um, for for this week's caption, this um, I thought we would find captions for my least favorite Disney character in any theme park anywhere. It just grates me the wrong way. It's our good friend Duffy the Bear in his Santa finery. Um, so that is our uh, that is our caption this for this week. I know, right? The look on Teresa's face just kind of sums up uh, my feeling with uh, Duffy the Bear. And uh, that is our caption this for for this week. So there. Good. Go caption that. Okay, I will. Give me a caption for that. I will. I won't right. be able to say it on the air, but I will. Okay. <laughs> he gets a float. He gets a ride with Mickey and Minnie. Donald Donald still has to walk. Get over it. Bitterness. There's a lot of bitterness there. Yeah, really. Really, Adela Dezine, let it go. Um, All right, we're going to move on to Rapid Fire. We're going to start with you, Mrs. Eccles. Oh, okay. Ice is back at Gaylord Palm. We love our ice. I didn't go last year. Did you go last year, Pete? No, I didn't. Oh, it was great. Yeah, that's the first year I've missed. This year it's featuring the Nutcracker. Um, It started November 15th, runs through January 4th. Prices are um, $26.99, $28.99 for adults, $26.99 for seniors, $55 and up, $14.99 for children, 4 to 12. There are discounts, Florida resident discounts, Marriott Reward members discounts. They've got a chill pass for $9.99 to add on. Um, I don't know what that adds. adds some stuff to it. Priority access plus one cup of hot cocoa. How exciting that is. It's pretty exciting after you've been in 90 degree weather. I know. I love it. Oh, you it's great. Do you wear the little, they still little blue jackets? Yeah. I wear everything. At least you know people aren't sweating in them. Yeah, I know. No, That's good. not at all. That's good. And I was reading somewhere, and I don't have it with me, they have a um, Will You Marry Me package for like one ninety nine, I think, and they you get a block of ice that says Will You Marry Me, and 
You uh, come in and oh. ask someone to marry them. Oh, I, I, and I, a hot cocoa. Great. I haven't been over there. That would not be the way to propose <laughs> to me. I, I have uh, I have not been over there in a while. I, I would like to try if I can, just the way the everything's shaping up for the next month. I don't think it's going to happen. But um, what is that restaurant over there, the buffet restaurant? I can't think of the name of it. Where they do the Shrek breakfast? Oh, I don't know. Are you know. talking about well, the buffet? Yeah. It's something Florio, Flora, Flora, what is it? Uh, Villa Flora? Villa yeah, Flora. Villa Flora. Yeah. Get it. Um, I haven't been there in a while either, but I will tell you that historically that was an amazing buffet. And what we used to do was go there for dinner and then go and do ice. Um, really nice evening. Um, mm-hmm. And you know what? If you can't afford ice, just go over and partake in the free things that they're doing for The Christmas. resort is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The resort, resort itself. Gorgeous, yeah. And they've got all kinds of gingerbread stuff going on. And they have a little scavenger hunt every year that they do, where if you go to the guest desk, they'll provide you with a list, and you go around the resort looking for hidden polar bears. They'll have little plush polar bears hidden throughout the entire resort, and you mark where you find them. So it's kind of a fun little thing for kids to do. It's a great photo op. Uh, that whole resort is a great spot. You should spot go recreate take. the one with yeah, Finley. Finley jumped in the, fountain, in the, in the pond in over the there. Yeah. Was that, that was Finley a, or Finley? That was Finley. That was Finley, like three years ago. It was dress. a long time ago. Okay, and the photos. Oh, yeah. That's hysterical. <laughs> well, last year, I, I don't know what they're going to do with Nutcracker, but last year they did Frosty the Snowman, and it was it was really fantastic. That's cool. Even though it was nine degrees, and I don't like cold, but I really loved this event. It had an ex- a really great nostalgic feel. And then they, um, again, I'm not sure if they're doing it this year, but last year they had... People carving the ice sculptures they are doing right it again there this year, yeah. in front of you, so you could see them wow. working. Continue to working. Mm-hmm. It's a really, it, it, it's a, it's an amazing thing to do for the holidays. If you get a chance to get over there and do it, I highly recommend it. Uh, so, how long does it take to go through there? I mean, is it just you could be real quick if you're cold, or it's, it could, it's yeah. self-guided. So it's you know you can spend as much time or as little time in each yeah. one of the rooms because mm-hmm. they have different themed rooms, mm-hmm. all all done the entire room out of ice. And it's co- some of it's color, backlit mm-hmm. and colored. Right. They have slides. I think they have three <laughs> slides this year where you yeah, can slide down cool. on ice. I never Last year they had even um, put in a multimedia type of element to it where they were, they had a screen in the middle of one of the ice scenes that was showing um, a little clip from the Frosty um, animated thing. And they've got a bar this year, too. Chill out at the Blocks presents Johnny Appleseed, the exclusive bar at ice, 21 and over. Upgrade your ice experience. Enjoy a sampling of Johnny Appleseed's sweet, intense, and gluten-free cider poured through an ice luge and on our special blockbuster drink served in an ice souvenir glass. That's unique. That's different. Yeah. $15.95. Definitely worth going to check out. Yeah. So ice over at the Gaylord Palms. Thank Love you it. very much, Teresa. Mm-hmm. Jenny Lynn. Okay. Um, well, Citrico's is going to be offering the Princess Breakfast while Cinderella's Royal Table goes under rehab. Um, the Citrico's restaurant is located in the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, for those of you who may not know. So they are taking that breakfast out of the parks and into a resort instead. It starts January 18th, 2015. You'll still be able to meet Cinderella and other princesses. Obviously, you're losing the atmosphere of the castle, but, you know, the essentials are still less there. For it. Well, yeah, so um, the magical wishing ceremony is still going to be a thing. So I know when I took my kids, that was one of the most special parts of the meal where, you know, little girls get a wand and little boys get a sword and you hold it up and everybody makes a wish. And there's some kind of 
pixie dust sound and it gives you tingles. It's great. <laughs> pixie dust sound. <laughs> there is. Um, the breakfast brunch is going to be from 8 a.m. until 2.20 p.m. The cost for adults is forty nine ninety nine, and the cost for children, which is $50 a head for breakfast. At Citrico's. Um, kids, 3 to 9, they are only charged thirty one ninety nine. If you have the Disney but dining the, plan, it's two table services. But this is the same price as it is in the castle, isn't it? Um, yeah, I believe so. So, well, I, I think when we, no, maybe not. Is I think it might be a little bit more. I don't remember. It was so long ago. Yeah, but I, I think it's pretty much cut the, the price because it's not in the castle. It, I would think so. Well, you would think, in the I castle. think so. You would think I you do. know one of you know one of the excuses for charging fifty dollars for breakfast would have to be that you're getting to eat in Cinderella's right. castle, right? As opposed to you know Michael Eisner's summer home. Um, yeah, you can meet Cinderella at uh, Akershus. Yeah, and all the other princesses there as well. You can eat Cinderella? Well. Meat. Did I say eat? <laughs> yes, you Food's can eat Cinderella. Food's always on my mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> on the buffet is actually Cinderella yeah. at Restaurant Several Akershus. I did that. not know that. <laughs> I did not know that. Is she tender? Is she tough? Is she... She's hot. Okay, you know. The right. jokes that could ensue here, that will not. <laughs> okay. Um, AP and DVC <laughs> members can start making reservations for this on December 3rd. The general public, it opens up to you guys at December 4th. Um, the menu, bread, salads, fruits, eggs, meats, breakfast, potatoes, grilled ham and biscuits, fish with pasta, shrimp with cheese, and bacon grits, and dessert. The end. The end. For $50, you should give me a massage <laughs> while I'm having my breakfast. <laughs> but okay, thank you, JL. Uh, Leah. Okay, so mine is about more Frozen stuff. So there's a <laughs> Frozen holiday premium package at Osborne Lights, and this is not new that this has already been announced, but... The new thing is that they've added a second seating. Um, on It's going now through December 24th, and the seating is it's from 7 to 8.30. But the new one from December 25th through January 4th is from 5.30 to 7. The other seating is from 8 to 9.30. That's been sold out for a while. So you get to go to the Frozen sing-along, which Jenny Lynn loved. I do. I um, love it. There's reserved viewing for Osborne Lights at a Frozen-themed dessert party. So I think it's like at the end of the street. And they have this dessert party, so then you get to watch the Osborne Lights. Um, there's going to be frozen-themed desserts, specialty, alcoholic, and non-alcoholic beverages. You get a holiday lithograph and a frozen-themed pin. For how much? Um, it is, I didn't write it down, I think it's 89 for adults and 50-something for kids. Oh I will say this, if anything, I feel like the frozen thing really fits into the holiday season. So I do agree. I'm not as bitter about something like this. But is, do you think it's, it's worth $90? $90? I think that's what it is. I think it was 89 I forgot to write it down. No. But. As much as I love the Osborne Lights, it's my favorite holiday thing that's done in any of the parks, actually. Um, and the rest of it sounds great. I like the Frozen sing-along. Nope. Wouldn't pay $90. 89, you can do $89 for adults. Nope. $59 for children. Tax and gratuity included. Would not do it. Because you can do all that for free. You can. Yeah. You just don't get... Minus a few desserts. Cupcake and... Pin. So basically, yeah. I mean, you're paying ninety dollars for cupcakes mm-hmm. and a pen. And at the Osborne Lights, don't you want to walk through it? Like, I don't want to just stand right. in uh, one section and just watch viewing. it for an hour and a half. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. But yeah. make a cupcake, put it in your bag, and move on. I'd be <laughs> interested to hear. <laughs> I have, I have absolutely no intention of spending this money again. This I, is I'm, why I love you. I'm done with, I'm done with Disney's uh, ridiculously priced add-ons. But if someone's done it and wants to share their experience with it, I'd love to hear it. Uh, podcast at desunplugged.com. You can send us an email. 
let us know what you think of uh, of it. But ninety dollars, you know, I I learned my lesson after the uh, villain soiree. I yeah, no, not spending that money. No, it's a complete waste of time. No, I wouldn't spend the money either. My point is just that Frozen, if we're going to incorporate it as we are incorporating it. This has a very organic feel to me, you know, incorporating it in with the season um, associated with the movie. As opposed springtime and, and summer see how they do and, yeah. you know, all of Flower and garden festival. Yeah. Frozen theme. Frozen. <laughs> all the yeah. flowers are dead. <laughs> that just seems a little off. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Leah. Corey. Um, you can meet Santa Claus at Downtown Disney Marketplace. This year, if the wait is over 30 minutes, uh, they will give you a pager. Um, or if you want to get a text message instead, you can come back. Once your pager goes off, you get the text, um, which is cool. Uh, no waiting in line. Santa will be there from November 14th to the 20th from 5 to 9.30 and November 21st through the 24th from 12 to 9.30. Obviously, he will not be there from the 25th to the 29th because he'll be delivering presents. Busy, yes. So you can meet Santa Goofy from 3 to 9.30. Oh, that just seems awfully complicated to meet Santa. When were the good old days when you just stood in line to meet Santa Claus? Well, you know, like, it, when you went to the mall. Yeah. <laughs> but even those lines tend to be long. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's. I think it's good that because if Farrah sees Santa and we know we have a 45-minute wait, it's going to be hell. So it's good. We can go Oh, I miss shopping. doing that. I can't force well, my children to do that. You can go sit on the glass. more children. <laughs> <laughs> drag someone else's kids. Are your kids available? Are they, pissed? Are they cynical? And- you can probably talk Ellen to it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Estella would just be a bitter picture of her and Santa. So. <laughs> if Ellie thinks she's going to get more presents out of it, she'll go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Corey. Dustin. Yeah, I have um, that there are going to be five Disney buses receiving custom Disney Infinity 2.0 wraps this month and one has already been done and uh, Disney Parks blog had put up a promotional photo of it this is along the same lines as uh, when they did the monorail wraps for the Avengers and for Tron Legacy I just think it's interesting that they're doing it on buses now and uh, clearly wanting to promote uh, Disney Infinity 2.0. So if and, and it didn't mention how long this was going to last, but the I know the Avengers monorail was a couple of years they had that thing up there, or at least a year and a half. And uh, so we'll see how long the Disney Infinity uh, buses that they have rolling around are going to be I like there. it on the buses. I didn't like it on the monorail. Has anybody else played around with 2.0? Other than Dustin it. and I? All right. I... I was a little bitter that, you know, if you had, if you had bought Disney Infinity, the base set, when it first came out, uh, you had to buy it again for 2.0. It doesn't, they don't work with each other. Um, but that being said, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's a great game. I've had, I, I think they made a lot of improvements uh, to the game. Um, so I'm choosing to look at this as a sequel, which I would have to go out and buy another game for a sequel of a right. game that I liked. Um, and I think they, they, especially with the toy box mode was concerned, <laughs> if you're like me and you just are not going to sit there and build all these things from scratch, they have a lot of prefab options that you can work with and build on and you get your own little house <laughs> and you can put all Ooh. sorts of decorations and awards in it. It's really Ooh, cool. I like that. Um, it's and I like the characters that have come out. A lot of the Marvel characters have come out. 
Um, the Avengers portion of the story, the the, uh, the story mode, the Avengers one, is by far the best Disney Infinity storyline that you can play. It's it's amazing. Why haven't they come out with a Frozen playset? They've come out with the characters, but why don't they have the playset, the world? Yeah, that makes I cannot understand why they, with everything they've capitalized on with Frozen, why they haven't done that. Disney Infinity would fly off the damn shelves. <laughs> I mean, it's already done quite well. I mean, it's driven, it, dri- it drove Disney Interactive to their first profitable year ever uh, this, past, this past fiscal year for Disney. Um, come out with a frozen world. And I'll, you know, I, I won't, I won't leave the room for a couple weeks. It, it, it blows my mind that they had a Lone Ranger playset. Yes, thank you. But not frozen. Yeah. Is it all expensive? Really, yeah, really, really, really expensive? It kind of is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. You're talking. I mean, I think the the the, the starter kit with a couple characters, the base station, um, and stuff was what ninety bucks. Yeah, it's something along those lines. And then you know the characters are all I forgot like fifteen dollars, sixteen dollars yeah. each, okay. or um, and then there's all these power discs you can buy. I mean, oh. it is not difficult to spend five or six hundred dollars on this. Okay. Easily. Ouch. But Ouch. it's. But and it's uh, this is for well it's it's actually this is the one if you want to play it on the new systems if you want to play Infinity on the Xbox One or the PlayStation Four you've got to go. Oh wait, with you have to have a system to do all that. Well, of course. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm oh, yeah. thinking about it. Oh okay. yeah. But it will also work with the 360. Yeah, all the all the 360 um, and PS3 and yeah the Wii U. So, but Wii if you U. want to play it on the new systems, yeah, it doesn't work for the uh, NES. That one they don't have. Oh really? Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. All right. Thank you, Dustin. Craig. Yeah. Uh, okay. SeaWorld's Christmas celebration is uh, coming back uh, later on this month. So some of the events are going to be the Sea of Trees, which is just a whole bunch of trees that are decorated with Christmas lights. But, <laughs> you know, they try to space it together well enough so it looks like you're surrounded by lighted trees. Uh, it's pretty neat. It happens after sunset if you can figure that out. Um, they also <laughs> there's a little more to it I, I know I know there is uh, he's being he's being bitter so and sarcastic no actually I love SeaWorld's Christmas it's oh, like the, the one time a year I only go to SeaWorld twice a year whenever they do the bands brews and barbecue and then their Christmas time show us your SeaWorld Christmas happy face Oh, come on. <laughs> For those listeners, can that be a poll next week? Is Craig happy, sad, big, or... Fake, the big fake smile where he's just... <laughs> or just caption this. Just caption this. Craig. Um, <laughs> caption this. Anyways, they also have Oh Wondrous Night, the greatest story never told, which is the, the Christmas story told from the perspective of the animals that were at the manger. Um, the fish. Then they have other stuff like the, the terrible ice skating show that barely anyone watches. That's uh, the name of it? It's... That's what that Winter is. Wonderland on ice. But it's the terrible ice skating show it. that barely anyone watches. Um, <laughs> I would watch it. Shamu's Christmas Miracles, one of the better Shamu shows of the year. Um, What's the miracle? Am I? It's, he doesn't eat anyone. He's alive. So, there you go. Um, wow. Wow. It's Craig at www.info.com. Do not send those to me, okay? Oh, my. <laughs> Christmas Miracle. I'm going to be laughing about that one for the Wow. Too wrong. soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then you can take your picture in front of the Polar Express, um, which is a beautiful train. It was, uh, I do like the Polar It was Express. designed by the same exact people who then later worked on the Hogwarts Express train that's sitting in uh, Hogsmeade of the, the one that doesn't of Harry move. Potter. Caution, yeah, the one that doesn't that- move. 
that attraction makes me really sick. Oh no, the the attraction's terrible. They literally just all they do is take the movie clips and they put it on. Okay, well if you're a five year old child. It's fun, okay? Or it, me. No. I enjoyed it, too. <laughs> no? <laughs> the best part Five years old or Teresa, it's very enjoyable. You get to see the polar bears at the end without yeah. uh, having... Spoiler blood. alert. So, well, there's really? polar bears at well, the end. Well, you're going to the you know, Normally, the you have Pole. to just walk up through the gift shop, through the exits that they tell you not to do it. But this time of year, you ride the Polar Express, and then you see polar bears. Um, but no, it's a great event. I highly recommend it. There's a lot of other stuff going on. Um, but those are the highlights. That. All included with the price of admission. Exactly. Seahawks. That's a good point. All right. Thank you, Craig. All right. As promised, we're going to uh, tell you where the poll is at right now with uh, 659 responses. 49% of you are sick of hearing about Frozen. Um, just under uh, well, 5.6% say they want more Frozen in the parks. So you're a minority. Uh, 42%. Say, maybe, I like what they're doing so far, but this could start getting old soon. And 3.6% are saying, doesn't matter to me either way. So it really is between the people who are sick of Frozen and the people who could get sick of Frozen very soon. (laughs) So that that makes up 90% of the audience. You're either sick of it or close to sick of it. But uh, we'll see where these numbers are next week. And uh, as always, we will draw one name at random from those who answer our poll. And that person will get a $50 Disney gift card courtesy of the Diz Unplugged. That is going to do it for our show. It's going to do it for me this week. Coming up next, Dustin and the team talk about taking the taking kids on the Disney on Disney Cruise Line and some tips for making that experience go a little bit smoother. So have a great week, everybody. We'll see you again next time with another edition of The Diz Unplugged. Have a great week. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Waiting for my music. Bye.